Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. And it's an interesting day, folks, not only because we have producer Dan here with us instead of Mr. Felica, who is having a little Terps, a lot of Caicos. But uh, Andy, there's a college football show going on at the same time. And I guess we're learning now live what happens when there's yeah, two we shows sure running from StreamYard on YouTube at the same time. Everything's yeah, good. Everything, everything worked yeah. out. Huh. It's never good. When, it's never good when your both your producers are like, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> so, good job, and yes, good morning to Dan. And yeah, we're going to jump right into uh, jump right into it. If you are in the YouTube stream, not only do you need to go give this a thumbs up, but go pull up the college stream later and give letter winners a thumbs up. Froton and uh, Froton and Mike do a good job over there. And yeah, we're gonna. Uh, we're going to touch on some stuff Dan's going to give out here for some college football picks. And then, of course, no tennis today. I'm just going to tell you right away. If you like tennis, actually, if you came here just for tennis, <laughs> maybe we will have tennis. Stick around and find out. Don't leave. But if you like basketball, we definitely have some basketball picks to talk about. And for sure, bowl games as bowl games start. Manana, there is obviously some. Uh, no, bowl games start in like 25 FCS. minutes. FCS. Oh. Well, the FCS playoffs also start tonight, so yeah, there's football I, everywhere. I, yeah, like the good ones start tomorrow. I'm not excited about Middle Tennessee State Toledo. That's not a real bold game. Well, that's gonna S- harsh the buzz on my first my first. Sorry, battle. sorry, it's Matt. Very I'm, real. It's happening. No, it's a bold I, game. I, yeah, I, I misspoke. I, for some reason, I forgot that those weren't FCS games. Like, there, yeah, there's a bowl game in like 25 minutes. Yeah. Never mind. So, all right, let's start with that oh, one. Middle the, Tennessee State the Middle Toledo Tennessee State. listeners are pissed. I yeah, have a strong so, connection to Middle Tennessee State. Yeah, so, so willing to bet this. <laughs> at in a little bit here at twelve o'clock, you have the Bahamas Bowl, and it's uh, Toledo and Middle Tennessee State or Middle Tennessee now. Uh, this one is ten and a half. It's you might be able to find a ten or an eleven out there, but I I don't love betting MAC teams in general. But this is a good spot for Toledo because Middle Tennessee really just does one thing well on defense. And that's forced turnovers. They've actually forced more turnovers than any team in college football this year. But uh, Toledo also turns the ball over less than any team in the FBS. So that's not a favorable spot. And also the location of this game matters. Uh, This game is in NASA in the Bahamas. And this game traditionally is two things. It is usually warm and windy. And that's the case today. Uh, Wind gusts up to like 25 miles per hour. And Middle Tennessee does not run the ball at all. They're like 120th in the country in EPA per rush. Uh, They're a a passing team first and foremost, and they're on their third and fourth quarterbacks. So this is a good spot for Toledo in that game. Uh, The next one on the board, this is an FCS game, but it is a bowl game. It's the Celebration Bowl. You might have have heard of, of Jackson State in the week that they're having. Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, gets Travis Hunter, the number one recruit in college football to commit to playing at Jackson state, but obviously he's not going to play in this. The celebration bowl is the champion of the SWAC Jackson state against the champion of the MEAC, which is South Carolina state in Atlanta. They sold out the game for the first time ever. There's going to be 70,000 people at this game and it's going to be largely pro Jackson state. They have a huge fan base, a huge following. And there are a lot of people who are really excited. They're just a much better team than South Carolina state. Shador Sanders, Deion's son, is the quarterback. He won the Jerry Rice Award for the best freshman in uh, college football at the FCS level this year. And South Carolina State, their statistical profile is fairly similar to Prairie View, who Jackson State beat by 17 
in the, the SWAC championship game. So it's going to be probably a fairly low scoring game. Jackson State's defense is one of the best in the country, at least statistically speaking. And South Carolina State's fairly one dimensional. They can run the ball uh, a little bit, but not great. And they don't throw the ball very well. So it's going to be a coronation for Coach Prime and his his boys from Jackson State, I think. So I, I was going to make yeah. the analog to the SWAC championship too. I yeah. think a lot of people will. <laughs> yeah, it was a weird game though because they really Jackson State doesn't run the ball great. They're more of a passing team because until Travis Hunter, Shador Sanders was the best recruit that they had landed, but they ran the ball like. 40 something times. So they won that game by 17 playing really strange. And so it seems to me like they're probably going to air it out a little bit more. They're playing in the Mercedes Benz stadium. So maybe the roof will be closed or open. Who knows if the weather's good. It'll be open, but if not, it's not like weather's going to affect it. So I would expect to see them throwing the ball around and it just kind of being a good spot for Jackson state. The next one I have, and this is, just kind of going off of something. This is our way to get Chris Felica in the show today. Uh, Western Kentucky, I like them on the money line at plus 130 against App State. So before he he left for the island, or maybe while he was in Turks and Caicos, he fired up the old Twitter machine and uh, fired this off. But So this is from Felica. So since 2008, single-digit dogs in bowl games have covered at a 51% clip. However, of those teams that have covered 77 of them, 77% of them rather won outright. So if you like a single digit dog, there's just so much variance and so much weird things happen in these bowl games that you might as well just bet them on the money line. This is a three point spread. So if you think Western Kentucky has a shot to win this game, you might as well just bet it on the money line. Uh, Zach Kitley, their offensive coordinator who brought this offense to Western Kentucky and remade the program he le he's leaving to take the offensive coordinator job at Texas Tech, but he is going to coach in this bowl game. So with Bailey Zappi and that offense and the ability that they have to put up some points, it's a good over spot, I think, also. But, I mean, that's just my example of being able to put a money line team out there and just kind of give that number out there because I think that it's uh, a valuable thing. Because remember, I think an overarching point of all these bowl games, like, they're weird. Like, don't, don't try to really parse too much into any of these except – the playoff because of opt-outs and motivation and all that kind of stuff. It makes it kind of odd. Yeah. And so the next one on the board, Liberty, I like their team total over 33 and a half against Eastern Michigan. I just don't trust Liberty to cover in this game because they've had a very strange season. They've lost three games in a row, but this is the belief that Malik Willis in his final college game, hopefully going to, to impress some NFL scouts in this game, I know Eastern Michigan's not very good, but he's had a very weird year. His efficiency is way down, his completion percentage down, interceptions up. So this is kind of a chance for him to go out and show off what he can do uh, against a, an Eastern Michigan defense that's not very good. And then this one's conditional, Fresno State minus 11 and a half. Jake Hayner was going to transfer and go play with Kalen DeBoer, the, the, the Fresno State coach who took the Washington job, and then decided he was going back to Fresno State. They're being very coy about whether or not he's going to play in this game. So keep an eye on it. I wouldn't bet it just yet. Fresno State's other quarterbacks have only thrown the ball 21 times this year. So we don't know what the quality of their quarterback is. And UTEP's not very good. So I, I think Fresno State's probably going to win this game handily either way. But I feel a lot better about Fresno. And an FCS playoff pick, Andy's alma mater. The Jackrabbits hitting the road to Bozeman to take on Montana State. This is a bit of a contrarian play, but 
Montana State's going to be without a couple of starters on defense, and their defense has been very good. And the South Dakota State passing defense is kind of sketchy. Uh, Montana State turned to a freshman quarterback for the playoffs who had barely played. Touchdown Tommy Malott, who is kind of a cult figure in Montana high school football. And he's played very well, and he completed some big pass plays against Sam Houston. And the South Dakota State defense is very, very vulnerable uh, to that. So... I like this game to be a little bit more high scoring. I don't expect it to be a shootout. South Dakota State still run wants to run the ball. Uh, this game's 2 o'clock tomorrow. I would check it out. It's on ESPN2. They have Isaiah Davis, who's typically their backup running back. But he's one of my favorite players in all of FCS football because he's just a guy who's going to put his foot in the ground and go and run. And he will stiff arm you into the shadow realm. There was a, a clip from the national title game this spring where that went viral when he destroyed a poor kid from Sam Houston. So, uh I, I like the over there. I don't really have a side one way or another. South Dakota State playing their third straight road game, third road game in three weeks is a little concerning, but so are the injury issues. And then you see down there a couple of just games to keep your eye on. Tennessee four and a half in the Music City Bowl playing close to home against a Purdue team who's playing without their best player on offense and defense. And then the over in the, or the under, excuse me, in the Birmingham Bowl, which I really don't have a take on. I just wanted America and everyone watching this to see this really ridiculous <laughs> trophy that they have in this game. I have no idea what this trophy has to do with anything, but this is the trophy that the winner in the Birmingham Bowl gets, and that is a bare ass, I guess, Greek or Roman god. I, I don't know what. No, that is. he's a he's a he's an it's iron a Festus. Worker. He makes it's he a, makes no. the weapons for the gods, right? Oh he's god, a, he's a blacksmith, and oh, they often win. Birmingham. Went, they went with they some chapless, right? assless yeah. chaps. Yeah, I don't know why we went uh, we went assless there, but you know, I thought it was just funny. So I don't really have a side there. I just thought it was going to be uh, a funny thing to show everyone. I saw this last night, and it absolutely killed me. So uh, that's what I'm going with there, and that's what I've got. I think I've talked Such more than enough. Hammer. But uh, yeah, that's where I'm sitting with these games. <laughs> we when we appreciate yeah you coming and stepping in for this. Because we don't know. Otherwise, we would have just not done college football. I don't have any takes. Yeah. Although, I, I mean, I didn't really have takes for the Euros, and I bet <laughs> there. And I don't really watch baseball. Yeah, soccer's somehow easy. I, yeah. Some, yeah, soccer is easy. Or, or Champions League or the, the baseball playoffs when I was just coming up with, like, props. So, no, we appreciate appreciate Dan stepping in. And we'll just yeah. stick to what we do. We do basketball. You do, you do do basketball. I don't believe he was hanging Don Patrick, no. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm not sure, a I'm sure that wasn't that wasn't the case. I'm reading some funny texts. I gotta tell you guys off air, but yeah, let's. Uh, <laughs> speaking of assless chaps, and oh, did, I didn't know. I didn't even really talk to Dan about that this morning. I'm like, are you gonna stick around for basketball? Are you gonna? Go I can, you guys tell me. I it was more of like a high waisted like strap kind of thing. It was very weird. <laughs> you might as well just hang out. Sure, I'll stick. It doesn't matter. There's not much producing to do when you're using StreamYard. But yeah. speaking of assless chaps, yes, the NBA has an eight game slate tonight. Big slate. There's a few games Mr. Alex is looking at. And uh, just tell me. I mean, tell me what, what we're looking at here. Um, the Warriors? Why? Well, it's a good thing we talked about COVID already and got everybody a little prep for that because we've got some issues tonight. It looks like a bunch of names are coming out. A bunch of people are going into protocol. Um, this particular game that I've got here to start, the Celtics Warriors under 214. Um, it looks like a couple names are popping up for the Celtics. Maybe a couple names popping up for the Warriors. 
Honestly, it makes me like the under here even better. I have this, you know, right around 210, 211, you know, with everybody healthy and playing. Um, so 214 looked pretty good. It looks like it dropped down to about 213. I'm honestly fine with that. I'm going to draw the line there, given that at this point, I'm not entirely sure who's playing. But the Celtics have played at a very slow kind of deliberate place. They're a very solid defensive team. I think they're one of the few teams that has some of the pieces to slow down the Warriors. You could put Marcus Smart and kind of have him bug Curry as much as, again, anybody can at this at this point. But they've got the pieces. They know how to switch and do all the things there. The Warriors, again, a very good defensive team. So I think we're just going to see kind of a slow, deliberate, ugly game here tonight, even you know, regardless of who's going to play. So we'll go under the Celtics-Warriors here. And then Timberwolves minus two. This one might be a little bit on the move. I think there is some two still there. Timberwolves at home hosting the Lakers. Um, the Timberwolves were actually slight underdogs for anybody that had the um, courage to bet them yesterday. That's right. Pistons got it done. That was uh, a little bit of a sweat there. But, hey, 10, they lost by nine. Things work out. Yeah, Timberwolves, to me, I have them as like a five, six-point favorite here against this Lakers team. Um, they're missing a ton of people. Again, they're dealing with some COVID issues tonight. They will have LeBron, it looks like. They will have Anthony Davis, it looks like. But kind of a skeleton crew otherwise. The Timberwolves have been really solid this year. I like them at home. They're actually one of the few teams with kind of everybody, knock on wood, if you will, on their roster here. So don't mind the two. And then, sorry, Dan, got to go against your Hawks tonight. They're laying four points. I'm seeing some three and a halves here against the Denver Nuggets. Uh, again, the Hawks just dealing with a ton of injuries. A lot of their top guys still fine, but a lot of the secondary pieces and even some of their better players too are injured. There's no Bogdan. Hunter still continues to be out. And I think Jokic just feasts tonight. So um, I have this game much closer. I have this, the Hawks about a one point favorite. So Nuggets plus four, Nuggets plus three looks fine to me. Three looks for us tonight. Oh, we can't hear you when you're muted, Dan. Uh, it's it's a good news, bad news for the Hawks. They're getting Anyeka Okongwu back, who's a really, even for a second-year player, a really good defensive center, but not exactly the kind of defensive center that's going to be able to do anything against Jokic. Not that anyone in the NBA can. So Jokic is I, very good. He is. I don't trust. He's not bad. I, I'm biased, but I just I don't trust the Hawks under any circumstances. They after the the Houston game the other night was proof positive of that, and they even tried to give away the cover the other night against Orlando. So. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it like, it's like every time Drew and I bet the Falcons and you're just shaking your head. No, no, no. I, I don't like betting the Falcons either. No, you it's shouldn't. Something I, it's not something I enjoy, but sometimes the numbers are off. And, and it yeah, feels Carol- like they're the right side this week. Oh, yeah, I bet them again. I took them. They won against Carolina. I've taken them again. I don't yeah. care. Um, <laughs> do. I don't have a good segue in it. I was trying to think of somewhere. More I, basketball. I gotta, how are the Atlanta. kids doing? Any COVID issues with the kids? There are going to be some COVID issues. Obviously, we've seen the Kentucky thing. They're just trying to go play. They're going full, uh, you know, central central Arkansas, just trying to find a pickup game for the weekend out in Vegas. But that, <laughs> which is fine, whatever. There's some there's some programs that are shut down right now. This stinks. It sucks. Hopefully, we make some changes like the NFL did. Continue to have a lot of basketball. I hate this. I've already had one game get canceled. It wasn't even a COVID cancellation, but yes, I don't, I don't want a bunch of this COVID stuff in my my sport that I love. Another four and three nights. I will take four and three nights all day long, thanks to the uh, Tennessee State, whatever they are, getting uh, getting it together in the second half. I ended up winning and covering that game, but nothing but totals today. And as I sometimes, I don't know, do, do you think like? When someone bets an under on a really low total, it's like, oh, that's contrarian. Like, oh, because it's so low. Like, because the public would bet the over when the total's that low. 
I don't I don't look at it that way because I, I have a spreadsheet. Well, it's page. a bias like, thing, right? Yeah, it is a bias. So to, I mean, today, I'm, think, I, maybe the better way to say it, it's not actively part of your handicap. Like you're not out there hunting low totals, but you're certainly not afraid of one. No, I'm not. I'll bet under 105 if my if my numbers make it 80. You know, just, I don't care. Let's get weird. So, but today, yeah, I'm on the I'm on the public or like the common sense side of all these. A higher total, I'm on under, and two of these low totals, I'm on the over. And start with Cal Poly, Fresno State, just because it does need to be addressed that that number is no longer available. That number was not available an hour ago. This got bet by a certain group that has a certain Slack chat that a lot of people are certainly in a little bit after I bet it. So, I mean, I looked back at the board when somebody mentioned it and like, oh, God, it's like 119. I feel like it's touched up to 120. I wouldn't play this at 120. I'd like, I, you know, I leave a little bit of, uh, what do you want to say, a little bit of playroom in there, but certainly not excited about betting this four points worse than the number. It's 117, 118 if there's some buyback maybe, but yeah, well, now that this is up to 120 at Pinnacle, I'm I'm saying follow me on uh, follow me on uh, the uh, BetSperts app and get these early. You should get an alert right in your phone saying, Andy has made a pick and then you can go ahead and get a good number on this. Uh, the UTRG and yeah, just Outside of that, the handicap is I think they score. Um, I think they score more points than this. They are slower paced teams with bad offenses, but neither of the defenses is very good either. I, I do think this ends up into the one twenties. Um, UTRGV and UTSA are what do we got? One fifty under one fifty. You can still get some one forty nines on that. That's another one that moved a little. This is you know a case of fast paced teams. Don't have good offenses, though. Like, neither offense is good. But on the other hand, you know, uh, Devil's Avocado, neither defense is very good either. And uh, I do think we can end up with one of these games where there's a bit of a blowout. I kind of I kind of have UTSA running away with this a little, the way this matches up. Not enough to bet them, but I, I more, more times than not, I don't think we see a good offensive output from UTRGV here, and we can end up with a, a nice spot for this to end up. You know, UTSA could certainly hit their team total, and UTRGV just doesn't contribute enough to get near this 150. And then finally, out in the West Coast Conference, I took another over on a low total. This is one where St. Mary's has had plenty of games that have landed in the 110s. They've had some games that haven't even gotten that high, I think. But this is this will be the second toughest team I think they play all year. Maybe third. I think they played Wisconsin too, which was a tough one. But I want to go back and look at that Colorado State game. This is a really good defense, probably a great defense. But, again, when, when you're playing some of these tough teams, I can see them giving up 65, 70 points to a San Diego State team who doesn't run a very fast pace themselves, doesn't shoot the ball all that well sometimes, but can go out there. They put up 72 against Michigan in, a, in an away game here. They, or excuse me, they gave up 72. Like they, they're a team that their defense and their pace is they're kind of mirrors of each other. Slow pace, good defense, but you know against a better team, they can go out there and get lit up a little. So I have this one a little higher as well. I have it in the uh, you know the 125 range, and that's yeah. These are like these are like Ivy League totals, guys. 
It's, it's not fun. And both, you know what the beauty of these is? Both of them start at 10 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> so I won't know how it goes until tomorrow. I will. Um, I will do overnights though for uh, Saturday, just because there's so many. Like I'll tell you, there'll be no extra games, but I will tonight. Um, run my numbers, do some overnight prices for a few things. I think Friday is probably the only day I'll ever do that just because there's 200 games. And if you don't bet into the extra markets, that's that's the main reason I don't like to do the overnights anymore. A lot of people don't have those extra markets up where they're betting or they can't get much down if they want to tag along. So if you bet, if I bet into the, the main slate of games, they're up everywhere at 9 PM yeah. for Christ's sake, you should be able to, bet them so look for that later on tonight before i get my charcuterie board and <laughs> hopefully watch hoosiers i think i might watch hoosiers tonight just feeling, feeling that since i've seen hoosiers i would suggest Spoil- that the resident college football honk here uh the north dakota state james madison game is super late for some reason 9 15 tonight fcs semifinals but if you're looking for something random sports to watch if you and if you like old school football like it's gonna be fun these are like the two best programs in the sport at that level so that's what I'll be watching. But Hoosiers are definitely a really good option. And then you have Patrick. Patrick here. <clears throat> I had the under 119 in, again, a Chicago State game yesterday. 44 points in the first half. The live total was, was into the double digits. And I don't tweet out my live bets because I've never seen the point of that. Most people don't, like, aren't able to, especially in college. In, in football, it's like, hey, it's, it's a break or it's a ref's timeout. There's like five minutes to bet this college basketball. These things are bouncing constantly, but I just couldn't take it. As I was watching that game, I tuned in a little and I saw the live total at 97 and a half. I said, I'm, I'm not going to deal with this shit again. And I bet the over. So we middled one feels good. That's a, if you have time and you watch college basketball and you enjoy tracking these markets and you have some sort of live model playing live totals, they move by 20 points up and down all around. You can get some good numbers if you're paying attention. So uh, live betting, live betting is a, uh, don't do it too heavy though. I know some people <laughs> who are not allowed to live bet at bookmaker anymore. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> it does happen to the best of us. But with that, Alex, what do you think? Call it a weekend or what? That's all we got kids. We'll be back on Monday with more bouncy balls, fuzzy balls, oval shaped balls. No pucks, though. No. Maybe some puck next no, week. No fuzzies. Yeah, maybe Matt will pop on one of those days. I got to look which days have a lot. Yeah, if the, Hockey, if, hockey's had some COVID. That's true. I can't yeah, promise. The NHL games. is still, still running next week. week. They've uh, it's been a bit of a struggle. So, all I'll right. Patrick, Ethan, Leg Show, Samurai, other Patrick, Holt, Dan. Dan was in the chat. He's here. That's weird talking to him. All <laughs> you guys, we'll catch you next week. Have a great weekend. Hit the thumbs up and yeah, enjoy the uh, enjoy the assless chaps on your uh, local blacksmith. <laughs>